Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to the IGN UK podcast, episode number 359. I'm Alicia Judge, and joining me is Dale of the Coventry Drivers. Hello, that's not my official name. And Joe of the Canada Scrabbles. Latvian. Latvian. You're all over. It's really hard to find an origin. I'm an empire of a man. (laughs) I've got all sorts. Australian, Latvian, Canadian. I once got a piece, I got a... um, xenophobic feedback in my first job uh, because I used English words and phrases. He didn't. Uh, uh, the man Wait, in question didn't like the fact that I used the phrase harping on because it was British and I'm not British. What? He said, I've got Latvian friends and they would never use English phrases. What? It's like, firstly, him? bullshit. I've never met a Latvian. <laughs> Did you tell him that you grew up here, though? I wasn't going to respond. This, was this a job in England? Yeah. It was the official Nintendo magazine. <laughs> Magazine. Guy did not like me on the podcasts. That's yeah. awful. Mm. Did, did, uh, I can't even imagine. Guys, it's pretty hard for me. I'm a uh, very okay. put upon, non-privileged <laughs> person, as you can tell by my skin colour and accent. <laughs> we are all here. Life's just have been a constant yeah. struggle, and the life is Joe Scrabble. Yeah. This yeah. this week has been. Uh, not a constant struggle, but it's what? been a pretty busy week because yeah. we've had an IGN premiere for mm. Final Fantasy 15, which was insane. I feel, was like, really I feel cool. like people basically became caffeine-based life forms. You'd walk into the office and someone would be twitching. We've had like emergency drops of mm-hmm. chocolate and emergency sugar. drops. <laughs> yeah, from Skrillex. <laughs> That's Skrillex, that. Sorry, I'm really, I'm really tired. That's all I've got. It sounded like a kookaburra. Yeah, that's what all fucking drop. What, what's it not called? I called it Dropbox. What's it called? Dubstep. Dubstep sounds like that. This is definitely like on course to be the second most hated podcast. Hey, yeah, we should talk about the fact yeah. that the last time we had this lineup and this host, mm. we got more negative feedback. It's the infamous Bake Off episode. It's fine because Look I what have I've got. <laughs> no, Joe's got food. Food with popping candy in it, which is twice as noisy. I just ate a whole load of those cherry chocolate orange popping candy. Yeah, Wait, we were all very quiet. Can you hear it? No. No, 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 nothing, nothing. Which is good because that means people will be happy that there's no sound. Before people eating. left listening at this Sweet. point, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to wash not. this down with some coke as well. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> you monster. <laughs> but you were doing a lot of talking this week, Joe, because you, you were basically partly hosting the IGN premiere. Some people call me the star. Some people, your face hmm. was on movie gonna be, cinema screens your mom? all around I'm going to be in the game yeah. now. You're going to put me in as DLC. Gonna be As great. a presenter. Mm-hmm. How did you find it? It was really good. It was a, such an interesting event because sort of I I had helped plan a lot of it, uh, written a lot of stuff mm. beforehand uh, yeah. for our amazing host, Pete Donaldson. Mm. Um, not that he, I mean, he did loads of it as well. It's not like I just <laughs> gave him his lines. Um, but uh, so kind of I'd been involved the whole time, but I'd never seen the plan for the place. Mm. Yeah. And I turned up at 11 on the day to explain this is like a big, like, Party we held yeah. for Final Fantasy like Fifteen. A, a secret cinema sort of setup, wasn't yeah. it? Was Immersive like cinema. Yeah. yeah. Building the world of Essos, is it? Eos. 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 One of them. One of them. <laughs> Building that world with just you know all different rooms themed around different parts of the game and stuff, and, and it's just a really cool experience. That was really cool. Like yeah. the thing that I loved most about it was when they just opened up the gates and mm. let everyone in. And one of the first rooms you walk into, they had. Four was it? Four massive yeah, life-size chocobos, mm. which you were terrified of because you don't like ostriches. I just don't like big, <laughs> large birds of any kind, and I could feel the beady eyes just staring through my. We all had What's a group the smallest photo, large bird. Ooh, a swan, maybe. Swans are horrible. Yeah, a, I think a chicken. I'm fine with anything. Swan and above, no. Swan and above. Canadian geese, you with your mm. Canadianness, are awful. They're vicious. I don't doubt that for a second. I had, they hiss. 
like snakes. It's their eyes, and they have no fear. Mm-hmm. They, they don't show fear no. either. I had a prominent yours. nightmare about uh, geese yeah. as a kid that I was on a farm with my family, and geese with teeth chased us, and oh, all my family got on a geese tractor. Geese with teeth. Geese with teeth. Oh, wait, okay, wait. Geese we're, with teeth. Geese with teeth. Um, <laughs> geese with teeth yeah. uh, chased us, and my family all got on a tractor and left me behind to be eaten by the geese with teeth. That's awful. Oh, wow. And apparently, geese do have they some do. kind of weird tooth protrusions you inside do, their do. mouths that, that's when they hiss you can see them lit yeah, up it's yeah, like you know that duck in five nights at freddy's oh that has God, like the razor yeah. sharp it's exactly what's the ones like that, that break your arm swans swans swans, yeah. swans. but we didn't have because <laughs> they do karate <laughs> <laughs> thankfully there were no well, canadian geese at the premiere but we did have these chocobos that were did, they're incredible incredible mm. and then we had other rooms we had another that was like a campsite and that was where you could actually play the game and there was another they built like the game into some rocks yeah. Yeah. I was like is that the game yeah. <laughs> I know in the game you could like draw magic out of some special types of rocks yeah. so maybe that was the idea it's like you're drawing the magic of Final Fantasy 15 well, out of it, this weird outcrop if it wasn't for those rocks though it would literally just been a tent and some chairs <laughs> and a little campfire that would have been enough for me <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't need eyeing up that tent for later in the night when we had a few beers I was like oh, if we could find some cushions maybe like- that was a prize it was signed by Hajime Tabata himself I wonder why a woman was walking around with a tent box at one point during the night we gave away that tent she got special did she have to pack it down she's going to go to Glastonbury yeah Yeah. (laughs) if you can pack it (laughs) and if you can get it in one of those tiny bags (laughs) they're impossible to get with her thighs clamped around it trying (laughs) to squeeze it in this little bag by the end of that night it was that it was a huge warehouse so when there weren't many people it was very cold yeah Everyone was drunk, and you were having to pack a tent away. It is just the end of Glastonbury. Like, that was what she experienced. Um, It was very cold. Yeah. Uh, but then, the, yeah, basically this live stream we did was mm-hmm. held around all of these uh, these areas. So we had kind of the Crow's Nest Diner from the mm-hmm. game. We had yeah. Lestella Market. Uh, Where you could get a heel cast or tri-cast Yeah, potion. that was the take. The, there was a little mine. potion. Is oh that my your gosh. potion? Yeah, Which one was potion. it? I got a lightning heel cast. Very meaning good. Meaning I can deal lightning damage but heal myself simultaneously. I mean, feel free Absolutely. to cast it at any point. I'm, uh, I'm, I mean, I, this is it's a very small vial. <laughs> I don't know whether you've noticed. It's limited. I'm saving it for an emergency. You save that for the quiz later on. Question. Yeah, so I'm losing in the quiz. Question. Um, mine and nitpick. Do you think it was weird that the diner wasn't serving food? There was a yes. bit odd. Yeah. There was, a, there was, there was food outside. Beer, by the way, drinks. There yeah. were serving drinks, mm. but not it's food. Probably not just a fire hazard. And there, <laughs> Maybe, were, yeah. there were pictures of food on the diner, so yeah. I thought it would look like cheese toasty. So I was like, oh, cool, we can get it. But apparently that was just pictures of the food from the game. Um, pull your finger out, IGN. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the prime locations as well for most of the shooting. So yeah. it's a bit, bit weird if people were there, you know, trying mm. to get their chili con carne or something, and you've got whole camera crews barging yeah. through. So. Just, <laughs> just like loads of people in the background just eating like lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> so, what? Um, Tomato ketchup all around their face. I don't care about Leviathan. <laughs> but um, that, that was something really cool that we saw from our stream. We had uh, some brand new gameplay that hadn't exclusive. been seen before. Exclusive. Mm, it's exclusive. Which was really, really cool. It was of, uh, We had a vote on what... That wasn't exclusive, the voted footage. People had seen that before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. So the, the two bosses, we had a vote don't on Don't tell those. her what they're called. Let's see if she can remember. A Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Yes, that's one of them. And Big Snakey Ugglywatsons. <laughs> Midgardsma. Midgardsma. Which I mispronounced yeah. three times during the live stream. <laughs> uh, which was did. great. T- until this moment, I thought it was Midgardsma. Oh, maybe so, it is actually. Now that maybe I said it wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm I learned it from Pete. Mm. But yeah, we but showed all that the off. gameplay that we—I was super impressed. Mm. By. Yeah, I thought it looked awesome. That game's astonishing, and that was the thing. It was being surrounded by people who. I really like Final super Fantasy and I'm passionate. super excited but yeah. these are pe- these are like genius level yeah. Final Fantasy nerds like when we were showing it off it was, so I, the, the final part where we showed off an exclusive um, bit of footage of the, the Leviathan which is a summon it's been all the way through the yeah. Final Fantasy series if yeah. you've played a game you've probably yeah, used absolutely. Leviathan yeah. and in this game you have to beat the beat them like as a boss to, win to earn them, them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like impress them enough <laughs> Just like I am your slave it's like punching Simon Cowell in the face until he gives you a record contract um, and 
yeah, so we showed this off, and I, whilst it was being shown off, I was interviewing a couple of the developers uh, and the amazing translator that Square Enix has. Oh, God. He was incredible. Gavin, he's called. Trousers were fabulous. He's known. Uh, <laughs> he has a small cult following, following. He's known as the Pants Man. Is he? Because he wears leather pants all the time. I'm wearing leather trousers right now. Well, we're totes buddies. You yeah. and Gavin should have a chat about your leather wear. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so, and we, so we were doing this sort of discussion. We'd done a few rehearsals during the day. And it, what you're not prepared for when you're just going question and answer stuff and you're desperately nervous about it all because it's the mm. first time you've ever done anything live and you're terrified you're going to vomit on a prominent Aww. member of the Japanese development community is you're surrounded by people in cosplay yeah. who are like whispering about what the thing is and then like when it's doing stuff in a mic shot just be like fuck me <laughs> I did love that I love there was a guy was he it was a guy dressed as Cloud one as Cloud and one as who was just like Noctis I think yeah and they were so just like responding to everything. the Cloud guy is brilliant because his costume was amazing. Yeah. All you could see on the stream was his quite cheap blonde cloud <laughs> wig. And he immediately, like, NeoGaf immediately had a picture of him up, oh, like, oh, on, awesome. the, on the thread. So he's now, like, a mini meme from that oh. night. Because he's because they the, all the cosplayers were sort of moved into the back, yeah, like, prominently into the background of a lot of the shots. So there's just yeah. this one dude's head <laughs> in all these shots just being like, hey, with crazy spiky hair. It's brilliant. Do, um, there was, there's one video that we've shown on the event where it shows the scale of all the monsters. I was going to mention that. Yeah. Uh, and we were, I was standing next to Gav and Roy, and we were watching that. And obviously I, I made that video, so I've seen it tons of times. So it was washing over me. Yeah. But it was, like you said, it was amazing to hear all these people next to me, like, going, oh my God, look at that. Oh yeah. God. And then when they showed the biggest one, what's it called? The Adam, the Adamantois, Adamantois. They audibly went, oh, yeah, and like, went, oh, shit. <laughs> so cool. And it, like, it genuinely inside of me, I was like, I did not expect that. Yeah, that at was all. awesome. But then you just showed you how passionate they are about the game. Yeah, yeah. you can watch um, most of the videos we showed on the night on the site at the moment. Mm. Dale yeah. put heart and soul yeah. into those things, yeah. and not sweat. Yeah. Blood. I was going to be modest, but no, fuck it. Yes, <laughs> no, it was hard man, work. It was, you, like, they were incredible. Yeah. Like, yeah. It you really like came off. You, you tied the whole thing together mm. like a big Lebowski yeah. rug. Like a rug, yeah. Um, and it was beautiful. So, but the funniest thing is like that fandom extended, I found out behind the scenes, that extended to the man who made the game. Yeah. So earlier on, when uh, we we also had another guest we had on the stream was John Campling, who mm -hmm. uh, is the voice, uh, the voice and motion capture of... Um, King Regis, who's a fairly major character in the early stage of the game, and in the Kingsglaive prequel, sort of simultane, simul film. I don't simul know what, the, what do you yeah. even call that thing? Oh, it runs parallel to the, the chapter one of the yeah. game. Yeah. Is takes place at the same time as much of Kingsglaive, and King Regis is this very stately looking cool bearded man turns out John Campling looks exactly the same it's basically him yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a sort of like Lord of the Rings version of King Regis with his insane hair <laughs> That's a good he's point, brilliant yeah. he's a lovely man They're like uh, when we were in the green room backstage he had it all tied up but as soon as he was on camera it was all, all flowing down, all the way yeah. down to yeah. his nips yeah. um, not that he had his nips out yeah. he just had little coals cut in his nice shirt um, I don't want that I'm really term. tired um, and um, <laughs> but so he was sitting in the green room and we were all sort of chatting away and then um, Tabata San who's the director of the game comes in shakes everyone's hand and he looks over and he's like King Regis because <laughs> oh! all the motion capture was done in the UK yeah. so, we never, so oh, he had, they had never met each other before They're and this only, is the oh, that's crazy. imagine being a man who created a character and then he's just appeared in front of you in, <laughs> in real, real life, life. like how bewildering he, must yeah. that he be? He obviously must forget that he based that character off a real face. Well, he's just like, oh, presumably he knew, yeah. but like, it's just, it must be such a like strange thing to be like, I've worked with your face yeah. for four to five years at least. I never, never met, met you and then life. met that person. What was that like? To like, how did he? He just sort of ran over and hugged him. Oh. It was really cool. Like, he imagine. Like, who is this Japanese dude? It's essentially, <laughs> it's essentially like the greatest cosplay he'll ever see. He yeah. wasn't wearing his costume, he was wearing his skin and face <laughs> it's for a character like you said he made as yeah well. it's so straight like that's he's really written cool. that man yeah and then he's just there that's really cool. but that's then the voice of Sean Bean is doing King Regis yeah. which is a really interesting like the, the guy who played him was saying it's so strange that you know I've said all these lines but then when you actually see it it's me, but yeah. it's Sean Bean's voice. One of the best things uh, that happened earlier in the day, because the first uh, rehearsal we did was before any of the Square yeah. Enix side of people were there. We were just getting it all blocked out and understanding where we needed to stand and things, which meant that Dan Kilby, ex of this, well, not ex, 
She who works has been identical. on this podcast yeah. several million times, as far as I can tell. Sad Dan. Sad Dan. <laughs> he, um, he had to stand in for almost everyone. Right. So he was uh, my Q&A audience. So he was Hassan, oh. Chloe, and Connor. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry. Hassan, Holly, and Connor, who yeah. were also excellent. I don't know if they listen to the podcast, but if they do, you were great. Um, <laughs> and he was also Tabata, and he was John Campling. Wow. The John Campling yeah, bit. Many talents. The thing is... Kilby took it upon himself to improvise answers to all the oh, questions he was asked. This is going to go terribly. The greatest answer he gave, I like lost my shit. Was I was just watching on a monitor and Pete's like, so it must be weird because it's your face, but you're hearing Sean Bean's mouth, uh, a voice come out of your mouth. Like, yeah. is it, and you know, what, what, how does it feel? Like, is it an honor to be a Sean Bean character? Mm. And <laughs> Kilby's immediate response doesn't miss a beat. It was like, it was an honor for Sean. Yeah, to, uh, to come out of my and, <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, I really hope John Campbell says that later on. That's such a good answer. That is amazing. Oh, yeah, it was God. brilliant. No, it's it's honestly it's it's been a really amazing week. I really really enjoyed that night. It was awesome to see people who were so passionate about. I've never done anything like never that done anything like that. Well, well really a lot of our work is I feel like it's kind of in a bubble. You know, we we do things and we just send them out to the internet and then. Yeah. Whatever happens, you're not seeing real people. But this was seeing real people responding to things yeah. that we were doing live. Yeah. And it's just a crazy thing. And it's also that affirmation of like, you know, but both of us have played, well, I've played, I think, close to eight or 10 hours of I'm about four or five 15 hours, by this yeah. point. Like, and I feel really good about it. I've yeah. played the same bit a mm. lot and still really enjoy it. Um, and when you get actual fans coming in, you know, the people who really care about the things that aren't like this game yeah. uh, by necessity, and they're coming in and being like, Jesus, this is good. You're like, oh, cool. We all feel the same. Like, this is actually going to be, I really feel like it's going to be a special game. Like, I, I'm, I'm so excited. so excited for this game. And beforehand, um, I'd openly admit, like the last Final Fantasy game I played was 13. Yeah. And that burned me hard. I yeah. have no interest in the franchise anymore. And I played 15 for work, but now I'm so glad I did because I'm on board. Yeah. As soon as this game comes out, I can't wait to jump back into it's it. such a strange thing. Like, it's this weird open world action game with like, Photos and cooking and, and like just Americana yeah. and like bro humor. Like I just like it's all, I think we've talked about it before, but just yeah. constantly referring to it, the character Ignis as specs or four eyes. Like it's such a believably it, it just yeah. it is on Virgin on bullying. Yeah, but it's such yeah. a believably hilarious like yeah. bit of in your friend group bullying. Yeah. I'm like yeah. That's great. I think it's, people are really going to dig this. It's game. like the Final Fantasy that you know, but also that you completely don't. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, totally. totally. Reintroduced, which is exactly what the series needs. Speaking of series having new life breathed into them, uh, we have, well, you, you've been playing the brand new Skyrim remake. I have. Week, um, so. Well, I'm only about two hours in, but I did think about 100 hours into it originally. So which I know Skyrim. It's all rushing back. Yeah. Is it the remaster thing where it feels like playing the original, like through rose tinted specs? or yes. can you tell that it feels old? Like, uh, so new. there's one thing, really. The rest of it, I, I can see some elements of it. They feel a little bit more dated, like the opening scene where you're a prisoner and you're coming down. Mm. Now the, the character models look... Then, you know, it looks five years old, yeah. basically, what it is. Something I noticed last night, I was speaking to Alyssa about earlier, is the load times are just incredible compared to what the original Oh, God, were. yeah. Because I used to, like, sometimes I would even not go in buildings because I couldn't be bothered to sit through <laughs> that load. And I was like, forget it. Don't care what's in there. I'm not going for that building. But this one now, you're in an hour in, like, five seconds. It's so fast that's compared. Cool. That's and really that's cool. a big deal. That's yeah. one of those things from, um, the, like, I think someone pointed out to me about The Witcher 3 quite yeah. early on was, like, mm. there's no just opening a door into a building it's just all there it doesn't load mm. it you're like wow well, they done this <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's incredible which makes a massive difference yeah. to an open world game it takes me longer to get in a real life door than it does <laughs> for to get in these <laughs> but, but so far I'm only a couple of hours in so you know it's, yeah. it's largely like you said rose tinted glasses mm. I'm sure if I actually went and played the PS3 version then I would see the improvements made. But mm. as yeah. it stands right now, it just feels like a familiar friend. I was going to say, like, what you want. Uh, yeah. like, when you look at it side by side, because the original Skyrim came out in 2011, so mm -hmm. it, it's been a fair while. And when it first came out, I think people really liked the graphics, thought that they were... Yeah, it was an understatement. Yeah, people it was astonishing, yeah. yeah. It was, like, amazing stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, when you look at it, does it have the same wow factor on current gen, or does it still feel... Landscape-wise, maybe. Yeah, it still looks incredible, some of the landscapes and the vistas. It's the character models, and, I mean, you know what, like, Bethesda games, like, the Fallout and Skyrim, they kind of look the way they look. You know, mm. they have their own sort of style, and I don't think necessarily it's, it's the greatest-looking style, but... 
it's a different kind of game, you know. Yeah. It's, it's built for the open world, so th some things have to be sacrificed, some elements, I suppose. And you can see that element of it. But like I said, the world still looks incredible. When you stand on top of, like, a hill and you can just see this huge landscape mm. and see, I was like, I haven't played it since 2011, but the mm -hmm. thing that, I, that really sticks with me is how good being on top of a mountain yes. felt. Yeah. <laughs> like, it felt like climbing that mountain took long enough that being on top of it was... Yeah like genuinely a reward. So oh, that's king of the world. Exactly. That's Precisely. the bit I'm just about to get to, you know, when you climb up the mountain. The, the, the massive mountain yeah. with the mm. dragon. So head. I'm hopefully tonight going to find out what that looks like. <laughs> Excellent. It looks beautiful so far. So, and you've already fought your first dragon. Oh, I killed the first dragon. Yeah, but that's the story mission, isn't it? You, mm. You've got a team helping you take it down. So mm -hmm. it's relatively easy to take that first dragon down. The if real question is, if it comes out on Switch, you're going to play it for a third time. Yeah. On commutes. I actually might. Yeah. I think that's yeah. might what tipped me in. Yeah. Might tip me into it. Because I have no real... Like, remasters don't generally do it for me very mm -hmm. much. Like, there are very few things that I'm like, I've got to play that whole thing again. Right. When I have good memories of it anyway. So, but having that opportunity to be like, just sort of blast through little bits on the tube or something. Yeah. That like really All the side quests that you could do. Exactly. That's Switch it. Version, yeah. Just yeah. going and... It's the possibility of it. Yeah. That's what... I've talked about this before, but that's why... Firstly, I think Monster Hunter, if it comes out on Switch, is going to be the best thing that's ever happened to me because that is the best game series. You are literally ever wearing a you. Monster Hunter jumper right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but Monster Hunter 3, which is something they haven't done in the last two games, was um, through an incredibly fiddly and quite shitty system, cross-play between 3DS and Wii U. Mm -hmm. And so I would do all my like hunter gathering. Like so, when we did our yeah. series, you remember how long we had to spend oh, just my gosh, so collecting long. herbs and like killing specific monsters to get yep. specific items. And just give me your fangs. Exactly. I really like that stuff that was, but, it was good but it's that's like that was my 3ds time that was on the tube just go, like grinding. sort of not having to think much and just grinding away mm. and like doing the base level stuff and then i'd go home build my armor yeah go online on my wii u play a better looking version of that game with my friends online mm -hmm. and go and take down a giant monster that we'd been mm. hoping to kill for days and that like I, that's the Nintendo Switch is essentially has sold itself to me by going yeah that feeling but with every single game on the yeah. system mm. like that's, that's insane that's cool but it's yeah. interesting what you're saying about not playing that many remasters mm. because I really love remasters and there are, there are tons that have come out this year already yeah. we've had mm. uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare remastered the Bioshock collection the Assassin's Creed Ezio collection has just come out Skyrim ba Skyrim it's almost Batman. as if yeah. it's almost as if all the developers and publishers knew that PS4 Pro and Xbox Scorpio yeah. are coming out and they didn't want to make new games until they knew what they were going to be on yeah, yeah. yeah. we're on to you publishers <laughs> we see your game weird but like I'm, I'm someone who's a massive I loved it when they remastered the first PlayStation for Tomb Raider Anniversary first PlayStation first, first PlayStation the first PlayStation when they remastered that when they remastered on PlayStation that wasn't a remaster Tomb Raider. Was it? yeah Tomb Raider the anniversary one Tomb, Tomb Raider wasn't that a remake uh, I never played it I guess so. I guess it counts guess as, as a remake doesn't it because you yeah. can't take but that that's what was really cool about it that you took like the polygons and the low res mm. of a game that had come out like 10 years previously and then put it onto PlayStation 3. That was really cool. Because well, most remasters now, they're usually just upscale exactly. the visuals well, a little bit. They're yeah. not really adding a massive amount. Exactly. That's the thing. That's why some of these games, like that's why I was kind of curious to see whether Skyrim was a massive mm -hmm. leap or whether it was just kind of the same game. absolutely like visual fidelity and yeah. just, you know, technical things really. Like, as far as I know, and it's got all the DLC included and stuff, but as far as I know, it's the same game. Because... The, one of the big advantages of remasters, I think, is for people who didn't play a really iconic yeah. original game. So mm -hmm. I hadn't played Bioshock. And then when yes. Bioshock... I know. That is crazy. Absolutely terrible. But when the Bioshock collection came out, it was like, it was fantastic because it was a way for me to jump into the game, see it without... Because the trouble is, when there's a really iconic game that people go, this is amazing, and then you go back and you play it years after it came out, you can be a little bit mm -hmm. kind of put off or distracted by the fact that it doesn't look as good mm. or it's more clunky or the motion controls Well, yeah, are. I played Bioshock like two years late and I remember feeling yeah. like... Oh, this feels... feels First Bioshock yeah. feels really dated, but... Yeah. I'm was, so glad I went back and played it. Yeah. Because it's one of my favourite games of all time. And now I think it actually might even be my favourite game of all time really? after ah. playing the remaster. Because it just brought it all back. And I just remembered how much I loved this world, how mm. much I loved the story. And the, just the whole premise of the game, I just loved. Yeah, some of the mechanics are a little bit ropey, but 
at the end of the day, you know, some of my favourite films, mm. there's going to be technical things that are a little yeah. ropey on them. It's yeah. the heart of it. Well, there's like, a reason really the original Star Wars films look better with, yes. without the CG stuff exactly, that they yeah. added. Yeah. Like, oh, that's so true. Yeah. Some of the weird yeah. stuff they added was... The bit with, oh, my God. Have you ever seen the version where, because they never accounted for the fact that Jabba the Hutt had a tail? Yeah. yeah. And that's then a when they, scene, yeah. Yeah, and then, but then they added the, the one where... Where he steps on his tail. Where he steps on his tail, but it's just... It's like they've it's cut shift. him out in, yeah. in, in Photoshop and just made him go... They've literally uh, took the like, plate of Han Solo and just like, yeah, moved him up. It's so him. weird. It's so the strangest bad. bit. I don't know what they were thinking. No. That. But then that whole original special edition, that first one, there's a lot of strange shite. <laughs> they even did it on like the Blu-ray versions, you know, when they put like Ewoks put, making them blink. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, and they put Darth Vader... They, at the end of Return of the Jedi. Darth Vader blinks. <laughs> at the Just end. big fleshy <laughs> eyelids on his mask. <laughs> at the end of Return of <laughs> Like really wet sounding. Oh, gross. <laughs> at the end of Return of the Jedi, now when he picks at spoilers, when he picks up the Emperor <laughs> and throws him, he says, he screams the Darth Vader no now as well. Oh, which uh... is awful. So oh, they were even making changes up to that point. But fortunately Absolute enough, bombs. now the person who made, wants to make all the changes is not involved anymore. So. Back off, George. Yeah. <laughs> no more changes from George. Should be left. So yeah. much good came of him leaving because he gave all the money to charity, didn't he? Like a billion dollars mm. yeah. or something. And he's not involved anymore. Yeah. It's like win-win. And now they're making good films. <laughs> well done, well, mate. We're seeing Rogue One in a couple of weeks. Oh, so we'll so find out if uh, it is good. I'm, I'm ready for that. Yeah. that. Brand new thing. Well, I feel like we've but massively yeah, gone off track here. With remasters, remasters that's it. are you pro or not? I'm yes, pro because at the end of the day, they're providing the option for you. If you want to play this game, play it. You don't have to buy it. No. Like, no one's forcing anybody I'm to play so, so, Well, mm, well there's, oh, so the, I guess the only argument to be levelled is like... What band? What the bandwidth of people Absolutely. having to do that? What are we losing out on as a as a result? Like what aren't what games aren't yeah. being made? And the answer is who the fuck knows? Because game publishers, especially the kind mm. of people who are making remasters, these are the monoliths. Yeah. You know, these are the also, really big people. Some of them will sort it out to other companies, I mm. imagine. And then there's also. We can't realistically imagine that the bandwidth that it takes to do a remaster isn't the same as making a brand new game because it's obviously completely different. Yeah, mm. like the process of making those games to begin with. So I, I mean, I don't know. I can't. I can't see the problem. To be honest. What about re the remasters versus remakes thing? Because like Resident Evil, I think yeah. people have widely enjoyed the remake. Certainly the one on the GameCube. Yeah, I was going to say that remake was ten years ago though, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? Really? Of course, they've just but like yeah, upscaled it. Yeah. Uh, but then they've got Resident Evil Two remake coming soon, and I oh, am yeah. so excited for well, that. Well, that's the thing. I. I prefer remakes to remaster just from a nostalgia setting of saying oh if that game that I loved was made today this right. is what it would look like and there's something really nice what kind of nostalgia it. is that no I really like that because it means that because it's the same game but you're seeing it through different mm. eyes mm. so you kind of go oh that looks amazing again rather than seeing the same thing but that's slightly shiny. that's open to problems though like oh, at absolutely. least with the remaster you know like it's it's the Blu-ray release of that DVD that you liked, isn't yep. it? It's just like everything technically about it, it's the same thing that you know yeah. and love. Whereas with a remake, like with the Resident Evil one, I mean, they are good changes, but they make a lot of changes to mm. that game. Yeah, it depends on how far they go off. I'm thinking, <clears throat> taking that Tomb Raider one as an example, yeah. the the scene where Lara cl climbs onto Midas's hand and turns to gold. In the original, I always remembered that as like, oh, that was such like a scary, weird thing to happen. And right. then when it happened in the newer one on PlayStation 3, I think it was. She like, they had this whole animation where she kind of like pauses and the gold slowly creeps up. And just seeing the Switch was really awesome. Yeah. And it relived that moment all over again. And I found it awesome all the, over again. There's an interesting thing with the remake thing as well, in as much as it can make games that deserve to be played, but just cannot be palatable to a modern audience mm, anymore. Yeah. It can make them worthwhile. So there's a game coming yeah, out by this, um, I think they're Russian developer called Pathologic, which is sort of famous for being this insanely hard, but like genuinely fascinating game okay. that got made and caught, sort of thrown out to die. And a few people found it and it became this like, like strange talking point. There's a, one of the, some of the best video game writing I've ever read. Um, it's this three-part series by a guy called Quentin Smith on Rock, Paper, Shotgun. Okay. And he's a genius anyway. But he did this three-part series about Pathologic um, and all the intricacies of its storylines and how, like, just fucked up it is. <laughs> um, and they did, a re uh, they did a remaster, I think, last year or maybe early this year. And I was kind of thinking of going to it, but I'd heard so much about 
how horrible it is to actually play. So like right. the storyline and all the, the kind of permutations of it are incredible, mm. but trying to play this like ancient Russian survival game is not that fun. Right. At the same time, they're remaking it as well. So there's going to be like a beautiful version of that game, but remade so with when was the, the original ideas. Release? I think it was like 2007. Not I'd say ancient. Ancient. <laughs> it's ancient in game terms. Right. Like yeah. think about those games then. I'm trying to play them now. Is it on, uh, what, like on Steam? It was PC, I think, okay. yeah. Um, but they're doing a remake of that. And I cannot wait for that because if it's, it's the same people, it's the same writers and everything, yeah. it's just going to be made with... A modern audience in mm, mind. Right, okay. Can't wait for that. Like that just sounds fascinating. That's interesting. I like. I, I think with anything to do with this, if we just had constant remakes, if every good game that came out a few years down the line was remastered or remade, mm. then you can have very much too much of a good thing. Like it's about being selective, mm. cherry picking. The once again, I, I think uh, as long as they're still making new games and they're still doing all that, then I don't think if they're providing you the option to pick these up, it's up to you. If you don't want, if you don't want them, don't buy them. Yeah. As simple as that. As long as like it doesn't affect like the the influx. If we're only getting remakes and remasters in five years' time, there's obviously a major problem there. Yeah, but I absolutely. can't imagine that is ever going to be... Well, this is an interesting thing. I saw someone making this point actually on Twitter today. I can't remember who it was, someone intelligent. Um, <laughs> but the this kind of games as service trend now where it's like, we were talking about this last week. There's never going to be an Overwatch 2. There's no. going to be Overwatch that evolves for 10, 10 years. Yeah. Not going to mention Overwatch again. Um, <laughs> the amount of games now that are built never to be stopped being played. Yeah. Mm. is kind of mad and at some point is that going to have a knock-on effect where people just stop buying new stuff because they've got a game they want like i have plenty of friends who play one game like i've got a friend who just, just plays, plays league of legends just plays or just plays destiny just plays magic the gathering online yeah. like these yeah. games that are designed to just consume you yeah. forever uh, which are brilliant, and obviously. It's ha- well, it's happened to us. Thanks, Reaper. Um, and oh god, no, I was. Claxon. Yeah, but the, these games are designed to make you not want to play other games. Mm. Like at some point, is there going to be a knock-on effect where we start getting more and more remasters just because? That's the stuff people will buy because they remember sure. it from the first time. Like if, psychologically, what are we doing? I don't what? know. These are no the one's existential questions that we look at on the IGN UK podcast. I know. Yeah. But take the Take Two CEO turned around and he said that they're looking into doing a Red Dead Redemption remaster. Did they? Or they or they'd like to I missed that. Three weeks ago on the earnings call. Uh, oh yes, yes, he, yes. Yeah. He was like in passing, said mm. that he'd love to do mm. it. Is there a game that you would love to see remastered? Or remastered? Binary Domain. The best ever third-person <laughs> cover shooter that no one ever played. I have a vague um, memory of this bi- coming out. Oh, God. Binary, everyone played Binary, binary Domain. It's also because <laughs> it's not backwards compatible right. on Xbox One yet, which is making me furious. Because that game it is the best Gears of War game ever made, and it's not Gears of War. Right. It's made by the guy... I think he's the guy that made Yakuza for Sega. Okay. It's the strangest Japanese take on action games ever it's fantastic you've got to play it it's got a French robot called Kane in it who wears a neckerchief I'm in I've got two and they're both being done oh amazing which ones one just for pure nostalgia and when I was 14 years old I spent about 200 hours playing this game that's Final Fantasy 7 which they're obviously remaking. Ah, yeah, of course. What the final product ends up being, who knows? Well, but, it's an episodic action yeah. game. So. <laughs> but the idea of it right now is really exciting to me, and I would love to jump back into it. I've always dreamed, ever since they showed that PS3 tech demo where they show the opening of Final yep. Fantasy VII, mm. I wanted that remade. And the other one is Bulletstorm. Oh, oh yes. That's, re- that's right. That's confirmed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, the, um, it's the something edition, like, yeah. I don't know, Guns and Balls. That game was... <laughs> like a sleeper man like not a sleeper hit but people just slept on it completely like mm. I felt it came out people weren't really that into it in the I games it, industry I guess they I were think it got good reviews yeah. but no one bought it yeah. because no one could no knew what it was also I that, love that game. the thing that people forget about Bulletstorm is when it first got revealed that was like one of the most astonishing looking games I'd <laughs> ever so seen good, like some yeah. of the levels in that like the the sheer scale of yeah. them was just unbelievable. I'd never seen anything. I have such a hazy memory of it now, but I know I loved it so much that I'm just so excited to just... I know I'll jump in that game and I won't remember anything about yeah. it. And then yeah. I'm going straight back in. Did you ever play it? No, never did. It's, but- it's crazy. Stupid, sweary. Like, on, on face level, you're just like, this is just it's idiots a making shooter, an yeah. idiot's game. It's At its heart, it's like... It's an it's like Devil May Cry, but from a first-person shooter. Like, it's all about style combos yeah. and, like, making... Like, 
getting one guy up in the yeah, air you've throwing got like, another guy at him it? like the, yeah. the whip thing that they call it it's yeah, like it's an right. electric whip thing that you pull people in and then yeah it's about doing tricks with yeah. guns so you're pulling them in shooting them in certain areas and then firing them into different kicking their legs kicking off up. yeah there's a big kicking yeah. mechanic in the, that game. there's also an amazing scene where you just go into like a nightclub and have like a really violent fight to oh, I, I think remember. it's like the Bee Gees or something like it's absolutely <laughs> brilliant yeah I remember my neighbour played it all the time and you'd go in and he was just he was just always on it and yeah. his mum would just be in the background going, it's fine it's fine <laughs> that game was insane but I am everyone. excited to play that again yeah. my one is Super Metroid I would love to see a remaster mm-hmm. you know the, the bit with the jellyfish boss I would love to see that in real it's by not jellyfish an actual boss, jellyfish boss do you mean but it's the, the Metroid yeah exactly <laughs> the no jelly- jellyfish boss <laughs> Get with it, Joe. Jesus. <laughs> the official terminology. Mm. Jellyfish boss. That would be awesome to see in real life. Mm. What would you guys like to see remade? Write in to IGN underscore UK feedback at ziffdavis.com. Mm. I got the email right. Dot IGN.com. Yeah. This one says uh, ziffdavis.com. It can be either. It can be either, but IGN.com is probably an easier okay. one. It's like what? That's... You have options. Six characters shorter. <laughs> Whichever one feels comfiest for you. Comfiest. <laughs> it is quite satisfying typing ziff. Mm. I like that. And saying it, ziff. But you have a quiz. Yeah, so to start off, this is based on the fact that uh, Alien Covenant, which is a film that will probably be shit, but whoa, whoa, I'm whoa, whoa. willing to believe it's going to Let's be Let's give it a chance. Let's Remember give it a Prometheus? Chance. I do. Let's give it a chance. Actually, I like Prometheus more than most people, I think, but it, was, <laughs> it wasn't great. I no. As a big Alien fan. It makes fan. no sense exactly. at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it got a poster today and mm. the poster is brilliant cool like, poster it's a brilliant poster it's just yeah. like the front of a xenomorph's face and it just says run and you're like great tagline yeah. work really right good. so with that in mind I've got a quiz where I'm going to read out 50 uh, 14 of the worst taglines I could find <laughs> and before you do that I have a suggestion what? yes I have brought in a Nerf gun oh! And I think we need to spice up the quizzes a little bit. So yeah. I'm opening myself to murder with this weapon. Don't murder. Don't <laughs> I'm about to point it at you. Do you know what? how to fire that one? Uh, yes, I do. I, okay. I need to cock it and stuff. So what I'm going to yeah. do, I'm going to get my quiz. <laughs> what? I love how you've suggested this, Dale, when you're giving it you're to Joe, get, when you're just, the one who's going to be fine. Before we came in, it was sitting on my desk, and then I, was, I saw on the running order there was a quiz, and I thought, let's spice and this thing thought, up. you know, let's just... And the thing, yeah. the thing about this quiz is I haven't done multiple choice this time, so oh. you're probably going to get shot 14 times each. <laughs> We're at point well, blank only range. About six bullets. Okay. <laughs> Why? I'll just choose you. Yeah. I'm going to move off off camera. Yeah, that sounds great. But we'll everyone will right. get the We've delightful sound of my colleagues of being HR shot department. by me for and failing. Right. Let's. This doesn't sound a video podcast. I don't know what. There's going to be there's going to be some mic noise now. This wraps that come up. Oh, there we go. The tension so much. Okay. <laughs> I'm like a game show host. Absolutely. Hi, everyone. I'm going to shoot my friends. I'm going to stand over here. You have oh to watch no. the video. Joe's just gone off camera. Also, the, so I've got like from a three things that I need to hold, so this is actually really awkward. I'm going to have to do it under my arm, like this, on the, on the video. Right. That was an awful image. Right. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, let's start sort of slightly easy. Uh, oh, this is, uh, okay, if we okay. start doing keyword countdown with this, I don't think the synapses <laughs> in my brain will be able to cope. Which keyword count is when you get one, the other person should be shot. It's a good idea. Uh, actually, that's a good one. If one of you gets it the other right, person gets shot. I'll shoot someone. Yeah. And if you don't get any right all the way through, I'll just shoot you both at the end. Yeah. <laughs> all right? Okay, wait, wait, wait. So the, the loser of each round gets shot. That's, yes. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it might be that you're both losers. Well, you are. But. Well... That right. Was oh! for. Okay, I'm going to start with an easy one. Okay, go for it. These are, so these are 14 real taglines from posters for films. Sometimes they've had multiple taglines, so they got better ones later. Okay. But these are real things. I've really checked them all. Quite tense. Oh god. <sighs> the man with the hat is back, and this time he's bringing Cat his. Cat the hat. And this time he's bringing his dad. Austin Powers. Incorrect. Uh, he doesn't even wear a hat. No, cat, is cat in a hat not a thing? Man the with Grinch. a hat. Man and this hat. time he's bringing his dad. Oh, Indiana Jones. Well, you've already guessed. Oh, bollocks. But in it is Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones, isn't it? And Which one? And Which one? 
The old which one has Sean Connery in it? <laughs> and the Temple of Doom. The Incorrect. Last Crusade, <laughs> baby. I'm not shooting you either of you. You didn't get it right. It is the Last Crusade. <laughs> okay. Oh, but I mean, the man with the hat. Technically, what I did get that? it right. No one's like, no one recognizes Indiana Jones for having a hat. I was going to say. <laughs> well, that's I did. A well, I did. You got it because of his dad. Yeah. All right, here's a great one. It's terrific. <laughs> <laughs> um, is I'll give you a pun. Is there a pun in there? It, there's no pun. It's okay. literally just saying this film is good. This isn't. So this isn't a ta- what like a journalist said about the movie. No, nope, this, this is, is on the poster. The tagline is just tagline. it's terrific. No pun. Um, Are you sure, that's not like a reviewer's score. Absolutely. Is that what it is? is? It, is, it is just their tagline is it's terrific. Oh and this is definitely, you, these are all iconic movies. Yes. I feel like you have to well, give Well, not iconic this. so much as you'll, they, you will have heard of them, them, most likely. Well, you might not have, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, it could be any So film. Okay, well, I'll give you an extra little clue. It is a film that's meant to be good. They're not wrong. Right. <laughs> A it's good a film, clue. brilliant. Um, you kick yourself. Interstellar. Incorrect. It's terrific. Toy Story. Incorrect. Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> and as many people would agree, it is terrific. It's terrific. <laughs> They're not wrong. It's just a bad tagline. It's all right. Wrong. I haven't got to shoot anyone yet. I want to this is go. great. Let's just keep. I started with the. I started wrong. with the easiest one. I'm going to shoot you both at the end if oh, you get the wrong. Remember, <laughs> I'm shooting someone today. <laughs> Uh, here's one. Enter the world. The Matrix. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh, sh- Enter the world. Enter the world. What does that mean? Uh, Maze Runner. Incorrect. Maze Runner. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that classic, seminal classic Maze Runner. It's Avatar. Uh, Enter the world. Uh, what does that mean? Nothing. These are all really nothing. good movies. That I feel like you could have come up with much better taglines. Not that's yeah, kind of the whole point of the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. You're still hiding as if I'm going to shoot you. I, I'm, I'm not even near the announce. trigger. He's going to announce me shooting. It's can't. You can um, put the paper down. It's fine. <laughs> Here we go. I want this. You might get this one. The Magnificent One. Magnus of the Seven. Yes. yes! What? What? That makes no sense. Exactly. The Magnificent One <laughs> is thought, the Magnificent that Seven. Can't be it. That can't Does that be mean it. Dale's getting shot? All right, Dale's it. getting shot. I'm going to cock this. I'm sorry, Dale. This is, looks... It's probably already cocked. Oh, it's already cocked? cocked. Yeah. Superb. Oh, I was just pulling at my crotch. Just do it. Do it. Here we go. If you're watching on the video, watch this. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Right in the jungle. Did I hear your throat? <laughs> that was so much louder. Than I'm fine. Oh, that literally hit you right on the Adam's apple. It's fine. It's I'm sorry. Bullets. I meant to hit your chest. They're family friendly. It's they fine. are so family friendly. What speed does that bullet? Should technically can? be wearing masks. Um, okay. Did I'm really. You did my throat. Imagine. Like, <laughs> we also we skipped over the fact that the magnificent one it's is the magnificent <laughs> seven. Uh, okay. Oh, this one's just rubbish. When he pours, he reigns. As in reigns like a king, like but it's it. a reigns and pours. Oh, it's the, the bartender thing with Tom Cruise. Ah! What, cocktail? Cocktail. No, but I, I knew it. <laughs> you didn't say I the name. Hey, you had guessed The Lion King already, though. Oh, I wish I'm going to shoot Dale again. Oh, son of a... Oh, man, you've got a really big... I don't want to bring up the love bites thing again. <laughs> you've got a big red mark on your neck. you got love bites? Were you probably having a nerf war? Got some, got some girls to shoot things at my neck. <laughs> at my neck? All right, go for it. This time I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to get your chest. All right, All right, I'm aiming down sights. I'm close my eyes. Here we go. Oh. Oh. <laughs> right in the... T- <laughs> listen, listen to this. It's really scary, <laughs> Right. Here we go. I don't like this version of Joe. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is brilliant. This is I'm so glad I write the quizzes. If, if you ever become editor, this is the despotic regime we'll be under. This is how I'm going to kill Alex to get that position as well. <laughs> uh, oh, this one's shit. <laughs> Collide with destiny. Doctor Strange. No. Collide, oh, wait, collide with destiny. Not like collide. short for kaleidoscope. No, <laughs> no. You put way more thought into that than they did. <laughs> I'm thinking it's always a pun. Every time it's it feels not. like it's going to be a pun. I mean, we mentioned this one earlier, but Interstellar? Incorrect. It's Titanic. What? Collide oh, with collide. destiny. <laughs> their destiny. What a load of to shit. Die. That's hilarious. Yeah, their destiny is to die <laughs> and have been on a big sinking ship. Like, when you think collide with destiny, you think of something really epic and gorgeous and, and like, space battle. That's it. It's like, is, is, it meant, is it meant to be a double meaning that, like, 
they're colliding. Oh, like they collide with each other. With each What's other's genitals. Called Destiny. <laughs> in that car. <laughs> window That's palm. what they do. The window palm. Yeah. Thank you for that image, Joe. Here's a good one. He was dead, but he got better. <laughs> oh, um, Weekend of Bernie's. Incorrect. Oh, he didn't get better. He was dead. Well, I mean, he's living his life still. That's true. To everyone else. He was dead, but he got better. Who gets resurrected in film? I'm not going to say... I, I don't think you've don't, seen this yeah. film. <laughs> um, is it uh, oh, what's, what was that called? The one, the one that was the story of Jesus. Oh, I love the that Bible. one. Passion of the no, Christ. you're not Passion getting this. <laughs> the story of Jesus. The story of Jesus. <laughs> My year seven nativity play. It's crank high voltage. Uh, I've never. I mean, seen it. that's Jason film, Statham. But nope. didn't predict that. Uh, oh, this one's rubbish. I'm going to put a small accent on this to give you a bit of a clue. Okay. Prepare for bloody hell. Prepare yeah. for bloody hell. Locks Rock up. and roller. Incorrect, both of you. It's London has fallen. Oh. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Idiots. American idiots. <laughs> uh, this You're never going to get this. I just like that this exists. This is such a downbeat tagline. Not that it matters, but most of it is true. Uh, 127 hours. No. Memento? No. Memento, Memento is not true. <laughs> Memento. <laughs> Bloody hell. It's Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh. One way to put down your <laughs> no, no. film. Well, it it's all right if you want to watch it, whatever. True. All right. This one I like because it's just a spoiler for the film. <laughs> God. Uh, blank. This is the character's name, so I'm not going to say it. Shows he's a champ and wins. Oh, uh, uh, Rocky. Creed. Incorrect. Also incorrect. Rocky 2. Oh. <laughs> oh, come on! Dale, I'll let you choose whether you get shot for that one. Uh, you can shoot me. Yeah! Bring it on. <laughs> what a sport. Yeah, we haven't been shot in a while. And also, yeah. I'm just showing it doesn't hurt that much. Shoot my arm if you can. Well, that's, my... that's that. Ooh. Where was that? <laughs> it's kind of my ribcage. No, that's okay. It's not going to go. Here we go. I'm going to cock it. <laughs> It's more the anticipation. Rocky, of it. I love they spoiled Rocky too. <laughs> yeah. This really wins. good. This time he wins. <laughs> oh, this is so crap. Be the first to meet fourteen new characters. Snow White and the fourteen dwarves. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> be um, the first. To meet fourteen so new characters. Be the first. fourteen new characters implies that there have been previous yeah. films in this oh. series. Uh, fast is one of the oceans. No, oh. there isn't an Ocean's 14. I know, that's why I was stumbling all over it. Fourth one is like Ocean's 8, isn't it? Did they Wait, did they even do a fourth? They're making one. Oh, it's okay. all female. 14 uh, oh, yeah. Doing the Ghostbusters business. Um, um, no idea, no idea. Series, film, series of film, lots of characters. Lots of, uh, Fellowship of the Ring. No. <laughs> Toy Story 3. Oh. Ma beautiful world of magic that is going to conjure wait, for your kids. Be the first to meet 14 new characters. One, I doubt they're the first. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> this isn't like the premiere. Like, the, yeah, that's the international poster. Oh, 14 new characters. Oh my God, there's a purple bear. <laughs> uh, this one's rubbish and disgusting, if you think about it the right way. Great things come in bears. <laughs> um, oh, oh, that's great. What are they called? The ones with the... Uh, Matt Wahlberg and the teddy bear thing. What's it, Ted? Not Ted. Uh, Great things come in bears. <laughs> I'm um, never going to get tired of saying that. Um, oh, I've absolutely. Oh, is it no Yogi idea. Bear? It is Yogi Bear. Oh, no, nice. but, but you've already, already guessed. guessed. Yeah, but Alicia hasn't been shot, and I kind of no. got it right before you prompted us. But so. also, I Alicia didn't really want to be shot as much as you. <laughs> okay, you have broken so. the rules. I'm not going to shoot someone who's definitely not, who's, also, who's sort we, of not lost. There was a sexual pun made in a children's cartoon, right? We well, so I think what it's just meant to be the pun is just meant to be great things come in pairs, right? Because there's Yogi Bear and the whatever <laughs> so the little bear is. No, no, but when you <laughs> read it, worse, great yeah. things come in bears. <laughs> if, okay, if you are going to do the shooty thing, can I at least make a shield out of the podcast okay. feedback papers? Do you want to be, sh I, I don't, don't know whether you want to no, be no, a shot or not. If we're saying that the rule is, I'm happy to, as long as I mean, technically you didn't lose. allowed. Yeah, let's just leave it. We're going to follow okay. up. All right. We've not got many left. Um... Ah! What's, what's going on? Just on you ask Google how to not be shot. 
Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Deserves to be shot. For some reason, Google is just telling me about Italy. How did that Thanks, guys. Here we go. Laugh, cry, share the pants. Oh, 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 Thunderpants. No. What is that? Thunderpants is a Rupert Grint film. Yeah, what he did. Of course you know that. Laugh, cry, share the pants. It's not meant to be Is funny. it pants as in American pants? You, I couldn't possibly tell you. <laughs> um, I've no idea. Can I have a second guess? You can. Is okay. it the wrong trousers? No, it's oh. Sisterhood of the Travelling Pants. Uh, would have never got that. I would have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I've got one left. Oh, that's sad. I wanted to shoot you more. <laughs> um, clearly my, oh, here we go. This is very odd. It's happening. The podcast. Is it the happening? It's not the happening. But it's something like that. Uh, the happening too. Was there a happening too? There wasn't a happening too. Is it it's, knowing with Nicholas Cage? It's not. Do you, actually, I rejected that one because I didn't think anyone would remember it. That <laughs> oh tagline, the tagline for knowing with Nicholas Cage is what happens when the numbers run out. <laughs> There's no such thing. <laughs> numbers don't run out. There's no number, big, biggest number. But what happens? Eh? I'm really impressed you remember knowing with Nicholas yeah. Cage. I certainly it's didn't. It's not my highest. It's like, happening. Um... <laughs> I've no idea. Independence the Conjuring. Day. It's signs. Oh shit! The other, the earlier M Night Shyamalan movie. It's like his own tagline gave him the idea for <laughs> his <happening>. next movie. <laughs> Literally, idiot would not have seen that. Right. Oh Even if it was signposted. Wow. You can shoot me now. Excellent. Because there wasn't enough shooting, and I feel people have been shot. Not from there. Where from? Okay. Oh, get off. This is the worst podcast ever. No, it's not. It's very good. Right. Okay. Shoot. Here you go. <laughs> I've scared myself more than it hurt. <laughs> I feel like I came okay. out of that quite well. Let's probably go back to normality now, I guess. <laughs> I really enjoyed that gimmick. That was good. I, I enjoyed watching that. I just um, really enjoyed looking up all those taglines. There is some bollocks out there. Ridiculous. Um, some of them. The best one that I couldn't include because uh, no one would ever know what it is. Mm. I'm just going to look it up. Um, it's a film about. Well, it's called Day of the Dolphin. Never heard of it. It's like a, um, it's like an adventure film right. about a. I think it's a murderous dolphin. <laughs> and so what an adventure! This is the tagline for Day of the Dolphin, and I'm going to watch this film now. Okay. Unwittingly, he trained a dolphin to kill the president of the United <laughs> States. <laughs> That's the tagline to Day of the Dolphin. I would watch that film, and it's got. George, it's Mike Nichols, who's like a legit director. Unwittingly. Unwittingly. <laughs> that's it. It's like he it's like he trained an evil dolphin to kill someone, but he'd been holding up a picture of the president instead of the Russian president. Oh, no. What a what a snafu! Yeah. Is that a right mare? Yeah. Right. Feedback. Feedback. Right. This one's from Jack Milburn, who says, Hello, IGN UK team. A few weeks ago, I pre-ordered Pokemon Sun. It has not arrived yet. What? Do you not think that games you've pre-ordered should arrive on the day they come out? Is that not the whole point of pre-ordering games? When did this email come in? This came... Two years ago. (laughs) (laughs) This came in yesterday, on the 23rd of November. That is when it came out, so that's fair. Uh, What time did it come in? At 5.50pm. Oh, past the last post. Mm. Has he tracked his delivery? Jack Milburn, have you tracked your delivery? Uh, Please write into us at IGN UK. I spent a brief amount of time working for Royal Mail and problems arise sometimes. It might not be the fault of whoever you bought it from, Amazon. Is it someone stole his copy of Pokemon That Sand could happen or, or it could just be lost in the post or who knows. You it steal is- a lot from Royal Mail? I never stole didn't you? What does that say? What, uh, a friend of mine recently <laughs> worked in a sorting office in Newcastle, mm-hmm. and one morning, so he had to go in at about four in the morning every day. Yeah. One morning, he picked up a package, uh, and it like fell out at the bottom. Oh no! And what fell out was a smashed uh, flashlight. Oh. <laughs> just looked like this mad worm just landed on the floor and he's not sure whether it smashed in transit or whether it was being sent back possibly used 
So he was just like, "How do you smash a foot?" Don't answer that question. Well, it's yeah. not that like there's there's a kind of there's a there's a solid. I've not that I've used one. How much you know about there's a solid, there's a solid <laughs> casing yeah. around a pliable interior. Uh, I learned this around the penis. <laughs> I learned this by looking at a picture of a smashed fleshlight that my friend sent me at four in the morning. Oh god! Um, yeah, so that's that's my male so story. Your what game, I'm saying. Your copy of Pokemon Sun could be the gaming I'm, equivalent of a smashed. What fleshlight. I'm saying to Jack Milburn is, are you sure you didn't order a fleshlight? <laughs> um, Please as, be over eighteen. God damn! I didn't think this through. Let's it, assume there's nothing wrong with delivery. Yeah. What's happened there? What's the problem? It's, is that what we're being asked? No, Are we I being mean, asked to desi- diagnose male problems? <laughs> the problem is, I think the issue more is that he wants a fair a point, that if you've pre-ordered a game, the whole point of it is so yeah. day one, it should be there ideally on the by the front door of your letterbox mm. at like 9am. I'm not sure we're like smashing least. expectations right now. That is just how pre-orders work, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So it so sucks that that hasn't happened not, and yes... It's a Regardless of came, the reason why. I think it's a rarity. Like, I've never not pre-ordered a game and it not been there. Yeah, the only times I, that it hasn't turned up on launch day is when I've ordered them from shop2.net, who always send them like three days early. Right. Okay. I've gotten loads of games really I early. Mean, that's really? awesome. Shop2 are quite naughty. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to check out Shop2. Shop2. Yeah. Uh, they're very good. Can I apply my Amazon Prime on Shop2? You cannot. But they're actually quite quite expedient. Oh, okay. Considering it comes like before the game that's comes their, out, that's their tagline. Quite we're quite expedient and naughty. Uh, yeah, free delivery. Uh, yeah, I think so. I feel like we're promoting shop too. Yeah, now, I, I mean, uh, there's probably no. I don't know. That's yeah. probably libel. Anyway, uh, <laughs> cool. moving on. Well, yeah. Do let us know, Jack, when your copy does come through. Thanks, man. That was an awful answer to his question. Yes. I don't even. Sorry, I don't remember what the question was. Is it that we pre- <laughs> just just uh, do we pre-order? Is that you, all right? Do you do you not think that games that you have pre-ordered should arrive on the day it comes out? Yes, I mean, yes, yes. unanimously. Yeah, <laughs> good one. <laughs> that sounded more mean than I meant it to. Good one, mate. Dylan Wynn. Hi, guys. Dylan here. Hello, Dylan. I like that. Dylan here. <laughs> Dylan here. <laughs> good work on the podcast as always. He hasn't listened to this one yet. Yeah, I haven't heard this. <laughs> Remember Bake Off? This is shitter. I knew Dishonored 2 was going to... I really like the Bake Off episode, by the way. This is <laughs> I knew Dishonored 2 was going to be good. I loved the original, but I was very disappointed in the live-action commercials. I felt they did nothing to represent the art style, the dynamism of the characters, and the weird supernatural undercurrent. Dishonored has such a distinct art style that to adapt it in live-action only dilutes its potency and removes the fantasy. First thing that sprang to mind was, that looks shite! (laughs) After such a beautiful description of Dishonored. Dylan, your uh, anachronistic language is perfect. Well done. When I knew the game wouldn't. Look shite. I wonder if this if uh, I wonder if that has gone some way to turn people off, both potential new fans and existing ones. It fails to capture the game and therefore misrepresents it. Can't speak. I was still words, Joe. There's loads of this. I was stoked to hear that Titanfall 2 was going to be multi-format, as I missed out on the first one being a PS4 owner. I was doubly stoked to hear about a single-player campaign, especially as the first one was criticised quite heavily for not having one. But I didn't even know it was out until you guys talked about it a couple of weeks ago. (laughs) Clearly, it's not been represented enough. Mm. If I was not so well-informed, then I don't know if I'd bother with either after their representation or lack of in media. That's it. There's no question. Oh, okay. He's just saying. Just this is, this is just it. an intelligent discussion yeah. about representation in the media. <clears throat> Which is a really interesting point of, like, we were talking about this last week with Titanfall. Mm. That is one of the best first-person shooters that are out at the moment, and no one's really talking well, this about is, well, it. Well, wow. Titanfall 2 is a very strange thing because... Well, no, sorry, Titanfall 2 is quite a straightforward thing because we know that it's been sent out to die between two it's, games yeah, that are yeah. bigger Obvious than it. problem with that one. Uh, like, it just doesn't have the brand recognition that those mm. two games have. Dishonored is a weird one because Dishonored, as we mentioned last week, also hasn't sold well. Mm. It sold about four, In the UK, it sold about 40% fewer copies on, in its launch week than the first Dishonored did, which is really unusual for a yeah. sequel. Yeah. Sequels always sell more. Especially considering Dishonored was really popular yeah. as a first game. You'd yeah. Think. Look at it when its launch week was. You know, people only have so much money, they can only buy yeah. so many games. And obviously, yeah. there's a big 
uh, my share of Call of Duty mm. and Battlefield dominating mm. that. Yeah. So I've got to think with Dishonored, the main reason is because it's just being lost amongst the shuffle. Yeah. Really. And yeah. it, who knows, maybe it is selling more now through word of mouth or yeah. something. Like I haven't seen the, the latest sales stuff. That was just an initial thing from mm. last week. But there is a really yeah. interesting point in... It's particularly with Dishonored when it is a game that is so stylized. All mm. the guys have craggy faces and massive hands for no reason at yeah. all. Like yeah. it looks really distinct. Yeah. You know yeah. that that game is that. Even when the art with like the architecture, you can look at that city and go. Even though that's, it's a completely yeah. different location to the first game, you can go. Yeah, that's clearly you the look Dishonored at universe. And you're like, no, that is the cousin of Dunwall. Yeah. Um. The, it, it, like and to he, he's absolutely right. I have actually hadn't seen the live action. Mm. Um, no. I mean, uh, adverts. The live action trailer of it is awesome because you know Emily you, you see her like snaking down through the clockwork mansion mm. and kind of but it's when you're actually in the clockwork mansion it's way better than anything yeah, yeah. that the, the live action trailer showed because you're actually in there you're living it you're seeing the world morph around you mm. that's really cool and it's not <coughs> captured it just it's graphically gorgeous as a trailer but it doesn't really tell you loads about the game yeah. mm. we, I mean we don't know the logis logistics of who made this um, advert to begin with because there's a good chance there's nothing to do with Bethesda at all they were hiring a separate marketing or PR company who have yeah. made this they might have just been commissioned to make a cool Absolutely. looking trailer that applies to a different audience as opposed to the people who are fans of the game yeah. to begin with we don't really know like where the decision was made but it seems like a peculiar one yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a strange decision mm. um, um, what it would have been cool is if in the live action trailer everyone had like massive hands <laughs> <laughs> like you know in Always Sunny with yeah. the lawyer <laughs> who wears gloves that are big yeah. hands don't look don't look don't look don't look don't look <laughs> He also says have a dope Christmas, which Aww, I really like. I haven't heard someone say dope dude. for ages. He said dope and he said stoked twice as he well. Said, he said stoked and doubly stoked. Oh. It's very, very stroked. Doubly stroked. Doubly stoked sounds like a vaudeville performer. Right. <laughs> and doubly stoked and is juggling beans. <laughs> okay, I've got an email from Christopher Seaton. Now, I'm going to read the highlighted bits like Alicia's highlighted. Mm -hmm. And you've highlighted, hi guys and duck. <laughs> you didn't highlight Hunt <laughs> I kind of because I was my pen was just moving and it moved too quickly for my brain to say stop okay what What? <laughs> it's your hand not the pen if anything it moved too slowly then you stopped before you should have I mean maybe maybe there's a, there could be a mallard listening to hmm. this podcast I think That's... Alicia's had some sort of mental event <laughs> it's been a busy anyway week, back to Christopher's email uh, I've just moved down to London from Manchester to start my new career after finishing my master's. Congratulations. He's a graduate yeah. of environmental consultant. A graduate environmental consultant. Just saving the planet. Thank me later. Yeah, I was going to say, you're yeah. doing something way more important than any of us ever <laughs> no, were in absolutely, our lives. Yeah. So I don't really know the place very well at all. I was wondering if you could give me any tips on cool places to go and things to do to get me exploring a bit more. We're doing Cheers, London guys. tourism. Basically, yeah. IGN offices. Come here. Don't come here. I don't want to I see am it. the worst person. <laughs> you don't want a voice of me. I've, I don't even live in London. That's so. a good point. Uh, what are cool places? There what? are loads. So, like... <laughs> I don't go to any of them. <laughs> Obvious ones, like Natural History Museum, yep. Science Museum, yep. all that Kensington, like, tourism business. Yep. That's the best bit. Uh, of tourism yeah. of tourism well, if you is. live in London you don't do any of that yeah, I, I did that do. recently I, did I went that. to the Natural History oh, really? Museum I mean yeah. to be fair I do want to go there soon I had, as a, well. had a bottle of wine I got wasted and looked at T-Rexes but brilliant. how long have you lived in London for? Only like two years yeah do you find yourself going to Big Ben over the weekend? well I, I walk past it. it yeah but there's a things lot. that you'll do on, on a more regular yes, basis yes that's very fair I'm still in awe of Big Ben every time I walk past it it's always bigger than I remember it being almost if it's getting bigger each time me and Cooper were walk, walking back from we had to travel to Brighton the other week and we were walking back and it was at night mm. we walked past London Bridge and it was all lit up oh it it's was, lovely you do, have, spectacular you do view. have moments walking through London where you just go god I'm so lucky to live here and then you get punched in the face and by then the you smog get, you get mogged but you get okay. mogged you get mogged <laughs> that's when a thousand <laughs> cats swarm over your body and take all your clothes <laughs> It's a Final Fantasy attack. <laughs> but okay, cool places in London. Um, there's the Namco Funscape Arcade by Westminster. Ooh. That's really awesome to visit. It's got Dodgems and loads of really cool arcade games. Really good prizes. Uh, we went to a really cool bar the other day that, uh, what's it called? Flight Club. Flight Club. That's like... It's Bowling uh, for Darts. Oh, bowling yeah. for Darts, which is really, really fun. It's also a ska band. <laughs> <laughs> what about that mini golf place we went? The mini oh, golf Swingers. Place yeah. Swingers. That was really cool. It was like loads. indoor mini golf, but drinking as well. Yeah, yeah. There's a place that I've been meaning to take 
all of us to at some point, which is not far from where we are in East London, mm. uh, nearest Shadwell Station, I think. It's called Wilton's Music Hall, and it's an it's a restored Victorian music hall, like as it was at right. the time. Oh, and you can watch proper performances there, but it's also got these like a little cocktail bar upstairs. Mm. It's got a proper bar downstairs. Proper bar. No, <laughs> proper bar. bar with beer and that <laughs> downstairs, and it's just like a beautiful building. But Amazing. it's also incredibly historical, so it's got a bit of a. It's very London in that way yeah that's Wilton's is amazing there's what other places Uh, there's a really cool place called the Mayor of Scaredy Cat Town which you have to enter by going through a nursery rhyme you have to no you have to enter it by it's like downstairs from the breakfast club in Liverpool Street oh you go through a fridge you have to go through a fridge and then it's like it's like it's meant to be like a speakeasy so it's like a hidden we're like the most London people in the world Uh, that's really cool I went on a date to a place in Earl's Court the other day which was a detective themed bar and you have to make an appointment and you buzz to get in and it's just it's just a door in like just what looks like a house like a slate and it says no 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 it's it's got like the frosted glass and it says like I can't remember it's called like Abba an Earl's detective right, agency. Okay. I'm not really helping. So in Earl's Court, look up detective bar <laughs> and you buzz and then you go downstairs and you have to present a case to them to investigate oh, before they let so you in. Cool. And then they open up a secret bookcase and there's the bar behind it. That's it awesome. is rad. That is cool. I am totally going to check that out. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's really but, good. So I mean, that's like a handful. If you have just moved to London, definitely pick up Time Out magazine on the tube. Listings like, and stuff. Yeah. And their list, I mean, their listings online are great. The actual magazine that they give out for free, I think it's like every Wednesday or Tuesday or something. Mm. That's awesome. And it always has stuff for the week. So yeah. Uh, what's the other thing? Sports for food. Food. I was going to say, yeah. what's your favourite, like one favourite restaurant to go that's not a normal, obvious oh, thing? I can never remember the names of them, but yeah, there's, there's so many. There's a, a million great like sort of burgery and Mexican mm. places and places I really like that sort of there's, decadent food. There's a place uh, near where I live in Stratford uh, called Sawmill, and it's just like a little cafe, but. Oh my goodness, the best cakes I think I've ever <laughs> eaten in my life. They're like, you want to take the crumbs and snort them. <laughs> They're amazing. <laughs> right, <wrong>. cool. <laughs> Crystal <laughs> meth bar. Um, and you can pay by Bitcoin, which makes me really happy. Never go in. Oh, we only accept cryptocurrency. <laughs> um, best food in London bar none is a place called Bao in Soho which is a tiny little it's incredible Um, it's a tiny little um, Chinese bun like rice bun restaurant you always have to queue outside there's no reservations it's really small it is so worthwhile it's nuts firstly there's right next to an off next to an off license so you can get wrecked in the queue (laughs) and then once you're in all the buns are like three to five pounds at most and genuinely like some of the most delicious food I've ever had I think the the, um, review I read that made me go said if Michelin weren't such snobs, this place would have three Michelin wow. stars. Like, That's yeah, amazing. it's and absolutely incredible. I've been oh, there. The out. queue is like always right around the corner, but it is yeah. rightly so. It's amazing. My God. Cool. Well, that brings us to the end. Do some good <laughs> things with the environment man whose name I've yes. forgotten. Chris- Christopher. Thank I hope you, that environmental helped. man, for saving the planet. We really hope you think we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's it from us. We'll be back next week and we'll see you then. Bye. Get love bites. (laughs) (laughs) That's my new thing. (laughs) Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.